Welcome back to the Scoop and Score podcast. I'm your host, Jacob Herbert, and hey, better late than never.H, uh, we are doing the 2021 NFL Draft recap. Uh, super excited. Uh, thank you guys all for listening. Um, if you haven't already, rate, review, and subscribe, and always share with friends and family so we can grow. Uh, to join me on this great episode, I've got Cole Reha here. How's it going, Cole? Pretty good. How you been? Oh, just fine. You ready to get into uh, the draft recap? Oh, I am. I've been waiting for this episode. You know, draft. Real exciting time of the year. Yeah, me, you, and Jack watched it, and it was a good time. Lot, some surprises, uh, exciting trade-ups, so I'm excited to get into it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we are recapping the NFL draft, uh, giving our inputs and uh, fits of the pick. Um, if people did slide uh, or got picked too early, uh, let's discuss uh, some sports news first. Uh, first off, let's talk some NBA. All right? End of regular season's coming up. Um about to start in the like playing thing and multiple guys including LeBron James have said like not a big fan of it all right probably cuz they're defending champs and they have to play a playing game especially when the Lakers are so hurt right now yeah uh what do you think about the playing game uh it's different uh i think it kind of makes it more exciting to mm-hmm. an extent you know cuz like the worst team Well, the worst team that gets in is going to play the number one seed, yeah. no matter what. But at least like these teams that aren't as good can like you know compete against each other for a chance to get it. Usually, when teams do that, they can go on some sort of a run. You know, kind of like the Suns last year. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think it's good for the game. Yeah, and it kind of. Um, I I didn't really think about it when it like first came out, but it kind of reduces um, tanking. Yeah, I mean, you see those uh, the eleventh spot the 12th right some of them are eliminated now but like really um i mean there's only three or four games left uh but i mean the chicago bulls still trying to get in last night um the pelicans still trying to get in um and that test is tanking in a way obviously pistons and uh some of those other but yeah um i mean that's one good part of it another part is you got seasoned veterans playing more games than other playoff teams but I mean a chance for the playoffs though you're willing to do it obviously you don't want to do it if you're in that 7th or 8th spot you think you've earned it but yeah yeah I mean I don't know it goes I see it in both sides but I'm kind of a fan of it okay uh any other NBA news I mean besides it's getting down to the I mean who are you rooting for cuz uh you don't really have like an NBA team. You're not locked in on a team where you're like that's my team. Uh so who are you kind of rooting for in the playoffs? I don't know. I've kind of been thinking about it. Um I wouldn't mind seeing the Jazz mm-hmm. do good. Uh Nuggets too, yeah. which I don't know if they can without Jamal Murray. That's going to be tough. It's rough. But other than that, you know, I wouldn't figure you'd be like, "Hey, let's go Suns." Like they're Well, I don't mind that either, you know, a new yeah. team coming in and as long as it's not like one of the super teams like Lakers or Nets, maybe. Yeah. Speaking of the Suns, how good is Chris Paul? I think he's underrated. Cause it's weird. He was like throughout his career, he's always listed as like one of the best point guards. Will be first ballot Hall of Famer, you know. And uh, the more like obviously after uh, Houston, he got. I don't know why he got a bad rap there. But then Thunder supposed to be a shit team. All right. Uh, lose Westbrook and Paul George. He brings them to the playoffs as like a fifth seed. Yeah, they they might be fourth or fifth. I mean, they are a good ass team for the circumstances they were 
given, you know. Yeah, and then he goes uh, down to Phoenix, a um, team that didn't make the playoffs last year. Uh, obviously, they finished the year super strong, so that and a bunch of young talent that's still developing. But, I mean, what he's done is crazy, and now they're number two in the West. Yeah. You don't see leaps like that very often. Like, 2015 Warriors, um, 2011 Heat, but that's because... LeBron and Chris yeah. Bosch went down there, so I don't know. It's just nuts. It is, and it's really a perfect fit, too, I think, because Suns needed a point guard, and bringing in a veteran like that to kind of guide the young guys and get them going. And it takes a lot of pressure off Devin Booker, which, I mean, he's been the star down there and always puts up numbers. But yeah, he doesn't have to bring the ball up or kind of handle the and ball And force things. Yeah. Yeah, so when he's letting the game come to him, so it makes him a better basketball player, too. Uh, let's get into some NFL news. Uh, first off, we haven't even talked about it on the show. What the fuck's going on with Aaron Rodgers? I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> I could understand. Uh, there's so many reports. I wish we would have done like an episode, of, like even just an episode talking about it, because there's so many reports going on. Uh, but obviously, this came out the first night of the draft day, um, saying that he's not happy with uh, Packers organization. He wants out. Apparently there were reports that he'd retire if he, he had to play for the Packers or would sit out, maybe not retire, but set out the season. Um, and then Raiders and Broncos popped up as trade contenders. Well, soon it just turned into Broncos. They made um, a trade um, proposal and also 49ers um, did. And I heard the 49ers one was crap too, like, John Lynch said, we never offered for Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Like, we might have called. We never offered anything. Yeah. Um, and then there was reports that uh, Aaron Rodgers wants uh, the GM fired. Well, it turns out that's not the case. He doesn't want anyone fired. He just wants help or out. Yeah. I. It's all propaganda, I think. I don't, I don't, I don't think he's happy. And I think he does want out. But I don't think he's going to say he wants out, you know. And I don't think he's going to retire. No, not at all. After an MVP season? Well, yeah, plus you got to think of how old he is. He's only got, well, I guess guys are playing later now, but he only, probably has like four or five good years left. Yeah, at his peak. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I can see him wanting out, but at the same time, like, I don't think he's the type of guy to make a huge deal he, he, that's it, been blown up to be. Yeah, and people are like, why would Aaron Rodgers ruin draft with like coming out with this? It's not He's his at fault. the Kentucky Derby having a weekend. Yeah, like, they waited. Like, how does it just come out draft day? Was it Adam Schefter? I think so. Came out and said, no, I chose to report it on NBA draft. And ESPN's probably like, what the fuck, dude? Like, <laughs> Yeah, it's insane. It's a huge story. It kind of took away from some of the draft, I thought. Yeah, I mean, Packers fans were worrying. Broncos were like, trade that fucking number nine pick for him. Um, Yeah. If he does end up moving somewhere, well, my thoughts are he'd be better off going to the team like a Broncos with a defensive head coach. Mm -hmm. That way he can kind of do the offense. As compared to Oakland with Gruden, who's a big offensive guy. Oh, I don't think think Raiders would fit at all. Yeah, I think they'd butt heads. But what do you think about that? Uh, Yeah, I do like the Broncos fit uh, that defense is stacked now uh it's always been kind of good um but yeah um and then plus young weapons like judy and noah Fant, which packers refuse to like get those young weapons for him and then Corbin sutton could have a huge year yeah uh, if he comes back healthy got uh melvin gordon and uh javante williams in the backfield now 
decent O line. I think they just added uh, Bobby Macy too. Yeah, and they drafted O lineman too, didn't they? Yeah, but I mean that would be a good fit. The best I could see is Forty Niners, just because mm-hmm. that defense is already good. Oh, Aaron Rodgers and George Kittle. Yeah, that'd be fun to see. And then Debo and Brandon Ayuk. I mean, and just him being happy in where he grew up. Yeah, plus a stellar offensive line in mm-hmm. San Francisco. Two Pro Bowl tackles. They let a bunch of O-linemen leave throughout the year. So, I mean, it's understandable why he's not happy in uh, Packers. They keep not helping him out. No. I mean, they're just – I don't know. He keeps getting it done, but – I understand it. Basically, he's getting it done. I mean, he's not making the Super Bowl, but he's still doing good with back-to-back conference championships. Yeah, that's nothing to sneeze at. No, not at all. But uh, once more information comes out, and hopefully it just resolves. And oh, we also forgot to talk about uh, he possibly is getting the biggest uh, contract in NFL history now. Oh, really? Apparently, Packers uh, offered him. Big contract, like more per year than Patrick Mahomes. Oh shit! And uh, I, I, I don't know if he denied it or if they even said what happened with that. But it's just a lot of twists and turns in this story. <laughs> I would love if like they offered him that max deal. He's like, guys, it's not about the fucking money. Spend it on my O line and my weapons. Like, yeah, which that's probably what he's thinking, really. Yeah, like I've made a shit ton of money over the years. I only have one Super Bowl, and he's one of the best quarterbacks ever in league history. One Super Bowl. Yeah, it's not a good look. No, it's not. And I mean, he has the potential to be. It's not a good look for him, and it's not a good look for the Packers. So, I mean, this is kind of like a lose-lose situation for both sides. I'd say so, yeah. Unless Aaron Rodgers does go to 49ers and Broncos, and he wins a Super Bowl. Wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> Isn't that how Peyton got his first or second Super Bowl? Second, yeah. Yeah. Uh, what else is there? Uh, SEC breaks its own record with 65 players drafted. Of course. Yeah. I mean, all the best guys go there. Yeah. I still think SEC's, well, it's the best football out of any conference, but I still think it's a little overrated, in my opinion. Yeah. But. I could see that. But it's, you know, it's just down south. I mean, they can play football or at least practice and do stuff year-round. I mean, those kids are just... You know what's shitty about the SEC, too? Like, there's also schools in the SEC that aren't very good. So, yeah, you'll get probably two games every... No, probably one game every week that you're like, oh, that's a that's a big matchup. Like, Georgia versus Alabama or Georgia versus Florida or something like that. But the rest of them are fucking blowouts. Well, you have Vanderbilt versus fucking Missouri. Yeah. Who wants to watch that? Tennessee versus Georgia. Tennessee's getting their ass kicked. Yeah. Or what did I say? Tennessee versus Georgia. Oh, yeah. I said it right. But, yeah. um, I don't know. Eh. Yeah. Big 12 is always exciting. Except for whoever Kansas plays. No shit. Kansas is... (laughs) I don't know. <laughs> uh, and then what else? Oh, Eric Fisher signs with the Colts, your team. You yeah. like that move? I do. I, I think he might not be available the first half of the season. Coming but. off an Achilles injury. Probably not as impactful with an offensive lineman. Um, well, maybe. I mean, with a left tackle, that drop is... Yeah. 
you know, I don't think they would have signed him if they were extremely worried about it. Yeah. But if he does get back healthy, I think that's a really good fit. I mean, it's a good replacement for Costanzo. Mm-hmm. I think they're similar players. I wonder if they can talk uh, Costanzo Costanzo into play like, hey, play like the first six games of the season until Eric Fisher. Gets oh, that'd be ideal. Yeah, know, but like help us out, man. Yeah, we did sign like I think two or three offensive linemen in the off season that have. Over 20 starts each. Okay. Not, none of them are very good, per se. Hey, I think one of, them was, yeah, one of them was the Chargers left tackle. Who's sure. not great, but I think he had like 40 starts in his career. So, I mean, that's good depth. I don't think who that would be. Is it Tevi or I can't remember. Uh, I, I think I know who you're talking about, though. Uh, and then what else? Oh, Tim Tebow. Oh, my. Getting signed to the Jags. A lot of people hate it. I'm here T- for it. The Tebow lovers are coming out. What You're here for it. I'm here for it. Why? I think the Jags, you know, they're just trying to, like, build some excitement. Mm-hmm. You know, reunite Tebow for Urban Meyer. Well, Urban's like, like, fuck it. Yeah. And it's not like the Jags are the most popular team in the NFL. Like, hey, if we can sell tickets off uh, these Florida Tebow, Tebow lovers, let's fucking do it. I don't, and the thing is, like, if he's bought in as a tight end, I mean, he could be pretty good. I know he's older, but... Yeah. I mean, he's still... Uh, he was basically a scrambler as a quarterback, so he's got some speed, some awareness. You know, um, built, thick guy. He's a former quarterback, so he could probably read the coverage, find where the open thing is to drop. Um, but I mean, sports betting places aren't thinking very highly. Uh, Twelve and a half is the over under on receiving yards for the year. Oh, jeez. But I think it is a little. Let, let's get to preseason um, when they cut the roster down to 53 guys and see if he makes a team. Yeah, that's. I think they're just kind of bringing him in for a little excitement. And mm-hmm. Let's talk about the Jags. Yeah. I mean, that it's a harmless contract of, hey, let's talk about the Jags. Which most teams don't like that distraction, but I think it's perfect for Jacksonville. And it takes some pressure off uh, Trevor Lawrence, who has been the spotlight kid since being a senior in high school. Yeah, and, like, that's a young team. I mean, even if you have Tebow, like, through training camp and preseason, you cut him, that's still a mentor for mm-hmm. a lot of the younger players. Yeah, I totally agree. I I, I mean, I don't mind it at all. Um, a lot of people are like, well, he's taken away from some good tight ends. He, I mean, I mean what a life he lives. Like, he was uh, playing uh, for the Broncos, get the playoff win. He's on top of the world. Oh, well, first – Winning championships with yeah. Florida. Then goes to uh, Denver, um, wins a playoff game against the Steelers. He's on top of the world. Uh, then moved around a little bit, uh, and he's like, ah, screw this. Let me go play baseball. And he makes it there for, like, what, five or six years? Yeah, I think he made it up to AAA, yeah. which is pretty good. for. And then he's like, ah, maybe this baseball thing's not for me. Let's go play tight end. I mean... He's doing whatever he wants. He is. He's an athlete. Yeah. Got heart. I, I think, like, if he doesn't make it, I could see, like, Urban Meyer bringing him on a staff or something, too. Yeah. Which should be a smart move, I think. Urban Meyer was his uh, college coach, right? Yep. So, I mean, it's all about, it's all about who you know. It is. <laughs> I mean, we, if we want to talk about real life, that's real life. It's all about who you know. True. Uh, you got anything else for sports news, or we can get to the NFL draft recap? Oh, I think we can get to the draft. All right, let's do it. Uh, I did this by position groups. That way um, we're not talking about 
future picks or anything like that. We're just getting right into quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, that shit. All right. So let's talk about the man of the hour, number one, Trevor Lawrence. Shocker, shocker. Yeah. I mean, is there really anything to talk about here? No. Is he going to win rookie of the year? I'd say it's pointing in his favor mm-hmm. right now, but you know, there's always some dark, like not a dark horse, but you know, per se, someone like Zach Wilson or uh, Trey Lance could end up going off, kind of like Herbert did last year. Yeah, I think there's gonna be a lot of uh, bumps in the road for Lawrence. Do you think someone's gonna stab uh, Jimmy G in the heart so that Trey Lance could start? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. How wild would it be if like 49ers traded for that <laughs> that doctor? Oh, yeah. Stab Jimmy G in the heart. No kidding. Let's get him out there. But it makes it look like we didn't screw over Jimmy G. (laughs) Uh, But, yeah, let's talk about number two, Zach Wilson. Um, He's been the consensus number two for a while. Uh, Leading up to the draft, a lot of hype was around Trey Lance, how athletic he was. Uh, Mac Jones got a identic memory. Justin Fields might not be a leader, but he's got – Shitloads of talent. Got an arm. He's athletic. Why is it Zach Wilson going to the Jets? And especially, you also got to take personality into in consideration when making these picks. Mm-hmm. And um, he's going from BYU to New York City. That's going to be a tough transition. Yeah, I mean, it's rough to see. And like during draft, uh, when they like took a picture of like all the draftees, Zach Wilson looked like he was shitting himself. Yeah, I'm sure he was. He's not used to spotlight. I mean, he kind of just got... I mean, we knew of him during the season, but then he got big after the season. Yeah, I don't... Like, obviously, he was really fucking good for BYU. Yeah. Um, he makes plays. And he reads it well. He's athletic. That's like, I think he had, like, four interceptions the entire year. Yeah. I mean, he was really fun to watch. Um and then you watch like his like pre-draft stuff, his workouts, the way he can throw the ball like on the run, and just mm-hmm. the way his release is, it's beautiful. I mean, you barely see anyone ever throw like that. Yeah. But I still think it's just it's a high risk, high reward pick. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, it pans out for him. But you know, the Jets, if it doesn't, they might look pretty dumb. Yeah. Which I'm rooting for him. I like him a lot. Yeah, I feel you. Uh, Trey Lance going number three to San Francisco. I was so happy about the pick. I was like, they picked Mac Jones. I mean, fine. Whatever. Like, they picked Mac Jones. But Trey Lance makes a lot of sense here. Uh, don't you agree? I agree. Because it's almost like a, he doesn't need to start right away. Jimmy's... It's perfect. Jimmy's more than capable of making a playoff run. Mm-hmm. And a guy like that, you know, North Dakota State, that's where Carson Wentz is from. You're not throwing him into the fire like you did to Wentz. You know, because you're playing really good talent, but... It's not Division One Power Five football. Yeah, I mean you're playing the kids. best of those. Yeah, it's it's going to be a change for him, but everyone's pretty high on him, and I think his ceiling's really high. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and then we had a trade up at number eleven, Justin Fields to Chicago. Uh, I really liked it um, when I saw a trade up. Thought it was going to be Patriots trying to get either Justin Fields. Mac Jones, but it was the Bears. They made some moves uh, in the draft. Uh, what do you think about this pick? They needed to do it because every time they draft a quarterback, well, Mitch Trubisky per se, yeah, he wasn't the superstar. He was just like a potential guy mm-hmm. at North Carolina. And I think with Fields, they're like, all right, he's fucking good. 
let's just get him and see yeah. what happens. And I think it was the right move, you know. Because mm-hmm. the right move for Pace and Nagy, because their jobs are going to be on the line. Were you surprised uh, Field didn't go to, like, Carolina or Broncos? A little bit, yeah. I thought Carolina. Well, I guess Carolina got Donald, so I'm not surprised about that one. But mm-hmm. Denver, you know, that could have been a good fit, too. Yeah. They just got Bridgewater, though, from Carolina. That so. is true. It's weird. Yeah. Uh, let's go to uh, the final first round uh, draft pick quarterback, uh, number 15, Mac Jones to New England. How do you feel about it? I don't like it because I'm not a huge Mac Jones guy just because I think he's overrated because of the talent around him. But the more I think about it, it's a good fit. Mm-hmm. If he's going to go anywhere, it would be New England. Yeah. Still like an athletic guy, but he does seem like a pocket passer, like uh, what Josh McDaniels has worked with his entire career. Um, Patriots didn't have to trade up for a quarterback, which is perfect. Is that scary, uh, though? Like, do you think they were sold on him so they didn't trade up for him? They are just like, ah, fuck, we got to take him. Yeah, it does scare me, but yeah. I, I figured they... Still took him, I mean... Yeah, I don't know who else they would have taken there. I mean, got a decent O-line. Well, maybe a weapon, but all the all the big three wide receivers were gone. So Yeah, plus I saw a stat that you're more likely to make a Pro Bowl as a second-round pick as a receiver than a first-rounder. I did see that, too. Just interesting. Super interesting. Um, but, yeah, do you want to talk about, about any of the other quarterbacks that were drafted? What do you think about... Kyle Trask going to Tampa Bay. Oh, that's a pretty good pick. Yeah, fucking end of the second round, you're like, let's pick this kid from Florida that uh, homegrown and he can learn under Tom Brady. Let's hope yeah, and like middle of college football season, Trask was talked about as a top ten pick. Top ten pick and Heisman front runner. He made plays and you know he can go sit under Arians and Brady. That's a perfect spot for him. Yeah, and the sky's the limit for him. Uh, Texans picking that Stanford quarterback. I've never heard of him personally. I mean, I knew of him, but a lot of the analysts are really high on him, saying like he's pretty. I mean, you could throw him in there and he could do good, yeah, but he's so just raw. If Watson's not there, they got Tyrod Taylor and Davis Mills. So let's go. Yeah, and then my Colts pick Sam Ellinger. I did see. That. I like that pick. I'm like, I think it could be like a Taysom Hill 2.0. Yeah, who did they pick last year? Jacob Easton. Yep. Okay, so two young guys. Yeah. Then Wentz. I mean, they're gonna have to battle it out to be this backup because they haven't signed anyone else. Yeah, which surprises me. But yeah, you'd think they'd want like a veteran or something behind Wentz. You know, kind of help him with his mentality, and then a younger guy watching the whole thing take place. Plus, you gotta think if Wentz goes down, we're screwed. No experience. Yeah, like Easton hasn't even played a preseason game because he came in COVID year. You know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that is that is a problem. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Maybe we can get like Nick Foles or something. Well, I don't think Wentz would like that actually. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, Trey Burton's throwing a touchdown pass and he's playoffs though. Oh shoot! Yeah, there you go. Uh, let's get to some running backs. Uh, first one taken, number 24, Najee Harris to Pittsburgh. You love it? I do. Was it a surprise to you or? Uh, no, and especially uh, going up to the draft, there were reports, so it's kind of like a spoiler alert. But I was like, they need it. I you, mean, and this is like Big Ben's um, probably last year. Uh, their run game was shit, so they got the most NFL ready uh, running back to go for it. So I was like, all right, they're making a run. They picked a dude that's going to make an immediate impact. 
Yeah. Do you think he's the best running back in the draft? Well, that's a tough one. I mean, he he's also very underrated as a pass catcher. Uh, yeah, I think but so, I too. Mean, a teen is he's up very, there. very versatile. Yeah. Can, and he's probably going to make more big plays than Najee Harris. But I don't know. Those two are definitely up there, and then um, I don't know. It's probably a jump up for like Javante Williams. Yeah. Javante Williams might get quite a bit of uh, carries too, but we'll get to him. Uh, pick after that, number twenty-five, Travis Etienne to Jacksonville. All right, I didn't like this pick when it happened. All right, I was like, I have a shit ton of needs, and they're picking running back that maybe would slip to him with the first pick in the second round. It could happen. Um, I mean, it's all hearsay, but uh, I was like, they could have gotten him at Lawrence. There were still a couple of good tackles on the board. Uh, but the more I think about it, if you want Lawrence to be settled and stuff, get his backfield mate. He's going to be comfortable with him. No problem handing the ball off. Uh, Communication-wise, if he needs to he's got his dude. So... It's kind of a safety blanket more than an actual, like, I don't even know. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, and I, I also didn't like it for James Robinson, too. He just he just broke out an undrafted guy, and then he gets fucking well, his he, starting job killed. I think he's still going to start, and Etienne's going to be the third down back. Okay. But it's good. I think it's good for Etienne to go somewhere with a good running back because it kind of takes some pressure off. Yeah. Kind of a two-headed monster deal. But, yeah, like what you said, I think it's good for Lawrence because they have a lot of reps together. Mm-hmm. It made, didn't really make sense, like you said at the time, but the more I think about it, and then you get like him in an Urban Meyer offense, that could be exciting. Yeah. Depending because on how it translates to the NFL. All the uh, running backs Urban Meyer produced out of Ohio State, you yeah. got to like it. Uh, Javante Williams to Denver at number 35. What do you think about it? It really surprised me, but, I mean, they lost Lindsey. Yeah. Uh, Gordon's... Not sold on him. No, he's kind of fallen off. Mm-hmm. He's had a lot of carries in his career, college and pros. I was a pretty good pick. Yeah, a lot of people are really high on him. So he has a lot of potential. He's kind of a fun player to watch. I was watching some highlights. Yeah, he'll run you over, and he's fast. Yeah, and it's kind of a perfect fit for him too because North Carolina. He had a split backfield. Probably going to do it again with Melvin Gordon. So yeah. Kind of transitioning well into the Broncos and gives him another weapon for Drew Locke if he is a guy. Yeah. Uh, and then let's talk about one of these guys. Uh, number 88, Trey Sermon to San Francisco, which could be huge um, with uh, Kyle Shanahan. Uh, Michael Carter to the Jets. I mean, who's the Jets starting running back right now? I don't even. Tyler or John or Jerome something. I can't oh, remember. Yeah, or yeah. Tyler. Ty Jerome, something. Something. And uh, Chubba Hubbard to uh, Carolina. Which one is your favorite pick out of those? Um, I think the one with the most potential is Sermon to San Francisco, but he's dealt with a lot of injuries in college. Of course he's going to San Francisco yeah. where they master at running back injuries, or yeah. injuries in general. Just what they need. I like the... Uh, North Carolina running back going to the Jets too. He's kind of a guy. He probably didn't. He didn't get too many touches in college, but he was good with what he got. Yeah, splitting carries. Yeah, and why did Hubbard fall so low? 
Uh, I don't know. I know he has a lot of wear and tear. He's kind of been injury prone. Mm. I don't know if that had something to do with it. And yeah. Hey, Iowa State running back went to Minnesota. He went ahead of Hubbard. Mm-hmm. That surprised the hell out of Kine? me. Yeah. Kine, he's good, though. I yeah. mean, he didn't get a lot of touches, too, because Brees Hall's a monster. Yeah. And I'm assuming Minnesota, like, they'll use him at running back, but I think he, his kick returning is really good. I think okay. he's, like, the best in the nation. So he might be a special teamer. Yeah. Get him in the fourth round, fourth round, right? Yep. Yeah. Pretty good. He's just really, he reads it really well. Okay. Uh, and let's get to wide receivers. Jamar Chase, number five, Cincinnati. I wasn't a fan of that pick. No. No. I, and when we were doing the mock draft, I said Sewell, number five to Cincinnati. The pick they should make makes the most sense, but will they do it? They didn't. Do you think it's because they wanted to pair up uh, Joe Burrow with his wide receiver, or do you think it's because um, – Oh, shoot, I, Zach Taylor runs a three-wide receiver set. Now they got T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, and Tyler Boyd. I mean, was it a scheme? Was it trying to make the quarterback happy? Did they Were they not high on Sewell? I mean, what what do you think it was? I mean, it could have been all the above. To me, Sewell is a perfect fit because they need to protect Burrow. I mean, if he takes more shots like that, he's not going to have a long career. He's going to end up like Andrew Luck. He is. But on the other side, like, Chase is really damn good. It's hard to pass on talent like that, but yeah. how are you going to get him the ball if he's getting hit every fucking play? I mean, it's true. And you got to think, like, you got a lineman. That's going to help Joe Mixon out, too. It's just going to make everything easier. Mm-hmm. All right, pick later. Jalen Waddle to the Dolphins. Dolphins are adding a lot of firepower. <laughs> I mean, if they didn't add Will Fuller, I would have been like, slam dunk. Let's go. With Will Fuller, and then you got Devontae Parker, you got Mike Kosecki. I was like, eh, like, how much do you really need for Tua to be good? Like, yeah, it's kind of the Dolphins situation. Like, I think I would have tried to trade back again. I know they bounced around a lot, but maybe you know, Waddle was their guy, and Tua was like, give me him. It could have been. I mean, he could be the next Terry Kill, for all we know. True. You know, they must have saw something, but to me, like, they don't have really any needs per se like major needs but I guess they must have just liked him yeah uh, Devontae Smith went number 10 this was a trade up from the Eagles uh, they got right in front of the Giants to take the dude and then uh, Giants were like what the fuck let's trade back give the pick to the Bears um, but Devontae Smith much needed in Philadelphia they had shit for wide receivers besides Jalen Rager who we don't even know is good yeah, he's yeah. hurt most last year, wasn't he? Yeah, so do you love the pick? Yeah, that's a good pick for them, but team like the Eagles, like, I don't even know where to start. Yeah, there's a lot wrong with it, but getting a superstar base. I don't know how he's going to do in the NFL. Could be too little, could be an absolute stud, but he's, he's a superstar in college and at least gives the Eagles fans something to cheer for. Yeah, that's some excitement. Plus, he's reunited with Hurts. Yeah. Uh, number 20, Kadarius Tony to the Giants. That one kind of shocked me, but I guess Giants were wanting Smith bad. Yeah. Obviously, they wanted a receiver, so that's probably the next best guy available on their board. Yeah. Uh, we were uh, making fun of it draft night because uh, some of his highlights were him, like, returning kicks and stuff. I was like, 
makes sense. Joe Judge is a uh, special teams coach, or was for the Patriots. He's getting a returner now. Yep, he's probably thinking this is how we're going to win games. <laughs> yeah. This dude runs back and leaves. We're going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I don't know a whole lot about him. Uh, must, I don't I mean, The Giants must love him. Especially they picked him over that old Miss receiver, too, who I thought was yeah. the next best guy. Uh, but let's go uh, to the last wide receiver picked in round one, Rashad Bateman to Baltimore. You like that pick? Yeah, I do. Um, only thing with Baltimore and receivers is how many catches is he going to get? Uh, if they don't throw it all that much, and when they do, it's probably going to Mark Andrews. I know. I don't. It's kind of weird the Ravens invested in receiver that high. I know they need with the little usage they have. I figured they would have went in another direction, but yeah. I mean, maybe they're trying to, like, hey, let's save Lamar Jackson's body so that he can be the future and shit, but... Which is what they should do. Yeah. Yeah, so hopefully have Hollywood Brown, Rashad Bateman, Sammy Watkins, and Mark Andrews. Yeah, they picked uh, another receiver, too, didn't they, in the draft? Uh, They might have. I I can't remember who it was. It was someone that was pretty good in college. Okay. And then they have Miles Boykin, I guess, too, who... Shows flashes. Um, all right, so you're talking about the Ole Miss wide receiver. He was the number two pick in the second round. Elijah Moore goes to the Jets. You like it? I do. Yeah, I like it a lot, too. Gets uh, um, Zach Wilson a weapon. Because, I mean, there's not a whole lot of talent in the wide receiver department for the Jets. I think they got Corey Davis. Now they got Elijah Moore. He's kind of a slot guy, I think. Mm-hmm. Hearing, but he's also a big play threat, too. He's got some burners. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. I really like the pick for the Jets. Uh, a little bit later, Rondell Moore goes to Arizona. Love, Love that pick. It. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah, him with um, uh, Kingsbury should be interesting soon. Like Larry Fitzgerald's going to be out. AJ Green's not going to be there forever. And Rondell Moore seems like a utility player that you Kingsbury's going to utilize. Yeah, you could put him in the backfield. I mean, being the slot probably mostly. Mm-hmm. You can take the top off the defense. Yeah, I'm really excited for it. It's going to help Hawkins, too. And then uh, last one we're going to touch on. I know there was other wide receivers, but um, we're going to go over offense first and then get to a break, do defense. Um, Terrence Marshall to uh, Carolina, LSU wide receiver. Did you like that one? Yeah, I think he's a pretty good player. He was kind of the, he's the third or fourth guy when Burrow was quarterback. Mm-hmm. Made some pretty big plays. So, I mean, he could have a lot of potential. I mean, he sat under Chase and Jefferson, so he didn't get too many looks. Yeah. But I think that's a good pick for them. Okay. Uh, let's go to tight ends. This one's going to be short. <laughs> Kyle Pitts, number four to Atlanta. You like it? Yeah, I think it's a good pick. Uh, Atlanta's another team that – where do you start? Yeah. I mean, they got good players, but obviously it's not working out. Yeah. Would you suggest that they traded back, or do you take that possible generational talent? Probably would have traded back, okay. but he very well could be a you know generational talent. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, I mean, do you even want to talk about Pat Furmoth? Furmoth? Oh, the Penn State guy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he was a late second round pick. Yeah, Colts got a guy in the fourth round who they're really high on too out of SMU. Oh, so thinking he might he's gonna replace Trey Burton, kind of a speedy tight end. Okay, he's a little bit smaller, but. I think he might end up being like the number one. Oh, really? Good, uh, 
good value then. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and then let's get to offensive linemen. Uh, we can just say if it's a good pick or not. Uh, Sewell to uh, Lions. Good pick. I mean, they're building up that O-line. They got rag now. They just re-signed. Dude, their offensive line is actually pretty good. Yeah, I didn't realize it at the time, but yeah. now that you look at it, I mean, they just made Ragnar the highest-paid center ever. Jared Goff, I mean, he's the quarterback that needs time to read the defense. He he might have those that time, and, hell, he might have a decent – I mean, he probably would have a decent season if he had anyone to throw to besides Hawkinson. Yeah, that is true. But uh, it's a good start for if they keep Goff another year or whoever replaces him. But I can't believe he fell to number seven. Yeah, that's At really... the beginning of the offseason, he was, like, number two pick. Oh, yeah. It's, you said he's like once in a lifetime talent as tackle, like lock in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, it's nuts. Uh, number thirteen, Rashawn Slater to the Chargers. Love it. I do too. That's what they needed. They killed it with that pick. Yep, and they they let him fall to him. Uh, keep some draft capital, and they're protecting Herbert. That's exactly what they needed out of this draft. Uh, Elijah Vera Tucker to the Jets. This was a trade-up, too, from the Jets, trade with uh, Minnesota. That's a good pick. You know, we got to protect Wilson. The Jets' line was pretty decent last year, actually. Yeah. Uh, they got they drafted a tackle pretty high last year, too. Uh, Becton. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's a step in the right direction. That's a smart move, I think. Yeah, I like that uh, pick, too. I thought Jets kind of killed it. I mean, if Zach Wilson does pan out, they kind of killed it. Yeah. They just went all offense, too. Yeah. I mean, that's what they needed. I mean, Solid's going to make the defense work. Mm-hmm. He's a guru. Uh, Alex Leatherwood to the Raiders. That one really shocked me. Alabama tackle. But it doesn't surprise me the Raiders did that. They do that every year. They pick guys that insane. Would fall. I mean, goddamn Raiders. And none of them panned out. Like Farrell, uh, Jonathan Abram. Arnett. Arnett. Um, I mean, Josh Jacobs is good. But, I mean, that was their, like, third pick in two years ago in the draft. Mm-hmm. Um, it's insane. I don't, I don't know John Gruden or um, Mike Mayock. Right? Mm-hmm. I don't know what the fuck they're doing. Uh, Christian Darrison of Minnesota at twenty three. I like the pick. Yeah, uh, they were at fourteen where they could have taken a uh, Vera Tucker, but Darrison was one of the top tackles um, in the draft. So I thought Minnesota made good decision, and obviously with the contract. Contract extension from uh, the Vikings. They're all in with Kirk Cousins. So. Yeah. Um, or I don't know about all in. They'd probably take an upgrade, but right now they're all in on Kirk Cousins. Uh, Landon Dickerson to uh, the Eagles. It's a good pick. That's what they need. Yeah. I mean, they need everything. Yeah. <laughs> um, Tevin Jenkins to uh, Chicago. That's a really good pick, too. I that think. was another trade up. And I love it. Yeah. Uh, they just... Who did they cut? Charles Leno. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess because he signed with the Redskins today. Oh, did he? Mm-hmm. No, football team. Mm. Ah, I do that every time. <laughs> my bad. My apologies. Uh, but, yeah, love the pick by uh, the Bears. Bears kind of nailed it, too, with their trade-ups. Well, I mean, it's yet to be seen. But when I was seeing this, I was like, let's go Bears. Like, let's fucking do it. Um Liam Heinberg to uh, Miami. Heikenberg. Yeah, he's from Notre Dame, right? Yep. That's a good pick. I mean, bolstering that lineup. Yeah. I, I mean, they're, they're really helping out Tua. Yeah. Uh, going back to the Vikings, Kirk Cousin deal, I saw a report that Vikings would have picked Fields 
If you would have felled a uh, fourteen to start. Oh, I did. No, I heard it was going to be Mac Jones. Oh, really? Yeah. That'd been wild. Yeah. I, would, I don't know. Instead, I think they might have picked a quarter. They probably picked a Kellen Mons. Uh, oh yeah, I like that pick. Texas A&M. Yeah. So it could be D's. I, uh, I don't know. You have any other offensive linemen you want to get to? Um, Spencer Brown, I guess from you and I going to Bills. Let's go. You can jump through a table. That's pretty wild. Yeah. And he's uh, he's a big boy. He could be pretty good too. I think. Yeah, they said he needs to get a little bit stronger, but I mean, if that's your need in the NFL, that can easily be done. Yeah, I remember like I played basketball against him once. He's from Lenox, and I bet he was 190 pounds. He's tall, skinny. So he's like six seven, but goddamn, they really put some weight on him. Yeah. All right, well, that'll do it for uh, the offensive draft recap for offensive players. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, uh, get back to defense. All right, let's get into defense. Let's start with uh, some defense alignment. First defense alignment wasn't taken until number 18 in the draft. Surprise you at all? Uh, not really, just because it seemed like it was kind of a weak class for defensive alignment. Yeah. Uh, number 18 was uh, Jalen Phillips to uh, Miami. Um, you like to pick? I do. And he's from the University of Miami? Yes, that's where he went to school. Um, they said he was like the number one player in the nation in high school and went to UCLA and had some injuries, so he quit football mm. and then decided to make a comeback and went to the U. I think he only played one year there. Obviously good enough to be a first-round pick. <laughs> yeah. So he's still pretty raw, I think. All right. Uh, let's talk about number 21. This is your team. Quiddy Pay to uh, the Colts. You like it? I do. I think it was a good pick. Um, didn't really surprise me. A lot of people had them taking him. Yeah. And then the Colts GM said, you know, that he didn't really see a true left tackle in the draft. Mm-hmm. Besides, like, Sewell, which they couldn't trade up to that. Yeah. That was... So I like the pick. It kind of if it's a need. It kind of reminds me of, like, a... Robert Mathis, Dwight Freeney type player. Yeah. He's not the tallest guy, but he's athletic and built. Yeah. So I'm excited. Yeah. I mean, I had him going sooner, so that when he dropped to the Colts, I was like, that's a good pick. That's a good pick. I mean, I would have liked if they trade up maybe in the second round and gotten, like, Tevin Jenkins or something or one of those guys. But, hey. Yeah, what do you do? Signed Eric Fisher, so. Yeah. They they had plans. Uh, Peyton Turner to uh, uh, New Orleans. uh, The end out of Houston. What do you think about that one? I didn't know too much about him. Neither did I. It's kind of one of those picks that comes out of nowhere towards the end of the first round. Just yeah. But I guess you know New Orleans lost Trey Hendrickson, mm-hmm. so maybe looking for someone to replace him. Yeah, and he looked like didn't he look kind of speedy in his highlights and shit? So it seemed like it. Kind of like a Hendrickson. So mm-hmm. uh, we'll see how that. Gregory Russo to Buffalo. He's out of Miami too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what do you think about that pick? Kind of just a luxury pick for the Bills. Yeah, that's what we were talking about draft night. I mean, Bills don't really have any needs. Yeah. So, I mean, why not bolster your defensive line? Mm-hmm. I and mean, that's, that's how you win championships, really, is good defensive line play and rushing the passer. Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, Jason Owa uh, from Penn State goes to Baltimore with the 31st pick. Pick that they got from the Chiefs for that um, Orlando Brown trade. Did you like the pick? Yeah, I don't know too much about him, but, you know, just kind of a classic Ravens pick, mm-hmm. getting a defensive player. I mean, they've always had a good defense, and they always, you know, keep it stockpiled. So Yeah, got to have guys that rush the pass, passers on uh, the Baltimore Ravens defense. Yep. So. And especially after they lost quite a bit these past years, like uh, 
I mean, Yannick was only there for like half a year, but they lost like Matthew Judon, uh, players like that. It's it's tough. Um, and then with the last pick, Joe uh, Tyron, uh, he's from Washington, went to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Another kind of luxury pick on uh, Tampa Bay side, don't you think? Yeah, and you know he seems like a good player from what I saw, and you know he comes in, gets to learn under Shaq Barrett and JPP. Basically, it's a good fit. Everyone on that, I, I would have liked to see him go um, maybe like secondary on that pick. I was like, well, all right, if, I mean, who needs a second secondary when you're sacking the quarterback every play? So. That is true. <laughs> Uh, Christian Barmore to uh, the Patriots in the second round. I love that pick. I love it. That's a good pick. You know, he could have been a first-round pick easily. Yeah. I mean, he was best de-tackle in the draft, mm-hmm. probably. Patriots, you know, they stole it there. Patriots have so many defensive schemes. You know, they can throw him in there, and he'll be good. Yeah. And then uh, last one, Joseph Asai uh, from Texas wants to uh, the Bengals. You like that one? Yeah, Bengals definitely need – they're another team that kind of need a lot of pieces besides, like, quarterback, basically. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's go to linebackers. Uh, Michael Parsons to Dallas. What do you think about it? Uh, obviously the best linebacker in the draft. Mm-hmm. Going to be a Pro Bowl player, no doubt in my mind. But is that what the Cowboys really needed? I was thinking the same thing. I was like, there's, like, a bunch of teams I would rather have him go to. I mean, like, it's no, like, slight to the Cowboys. Like, oh, I don't like the Cowboys, so I, I didn't want him to go there. No, I wanted him to get, like, an opportunity to go to uh, Raiders, go to uh, Washington football team. It's where he can make a difference. Yeah. Go to Arizona. I mean, really good places, but, I mean. It's like Dallas. Probably means that they're uh, um, getting rid of either, like, Leighton Vander Esch or Jalen Smith. They already lost Sean Lee, so. Yeah, it's like Dallas. They, yeah, they got guys that can tackle runners, but they have no pass rush really besides Lawrence, mm-hmm. who's up and down. He's not worth his contract now. Not at all. And then D-backs, they definitely need that. I'm assuming Dallas wanted to go Sertain or um, Oh, for sure. That's why they traded Moore. back. Yeah. I'm assuming that was their plan all along. And then, you know, we all thought at yeah. least one of those guys would fall. And the Broncos had to... Fuck it up. What you mean? Yeah. Uh, number 16, Zavon Collins to uh, the Cardinals. I love that pick. Love it. Another versatile guy on that defense that can rush the passer, can play the run. Um, and he, he, he's out of Kentucky, correct? Uh, no. no Tulsa. Tulsa, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I see the uh, Cardinals today gave Jordan Hicks permission to seek a trade partner. Oh, so, so he's already starting my linebacker. There we go. All right. Yeah, I really like that pick. Um, Arizona traded back again, right? No. Yeah, yeah, they, they did. They did. Um, and then let's go number 19, Jamin Davis to uh, Washington. They didn't get Michael Parsons, but they got a pretty good uh, linebacker out of Kentucky. What did you think about the pick? Good pick. Um, kind of an underrated guy. Uh, a lot of potential and, you know, I don't know. I like it. Yeah. Already a good defense. Just add to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I totally agree. Uh, Aziz Ajulari, uh Giants get him in the second round. He's out of Georgia. Uh, I had him as a first-round pick, and he dropped dramatically. Uh, what did you think about it? Yeah, I thought he would have went higher than he did, but, you know, the Giants lucked out there. Yeah, I mean, really good pick for them. 
just surprised that no other te- – I mean, maybe other teams knew something that we don't, but I don't know. I thought it was weird. Uh, Jock, Jeremiah, Owuzu, Karamoa. I think I did want that one pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, Notre Dame linebacker goes to Browns in the second round. Love the pick. I had them picking – or I had the Browns picking him in the first round. They pick a cornerback, and then they get him in the second round. I was yeah. like, oh, fantastic. Turns out some medical conditions, but, I mean. It sounds like it's okay. It's just kind of a scare. Yeah. What yeah. I've heard. Yeah, I mean, and, nothing you want out of a draft pick, but you're like, guy that talented, maybe second best linebacker, third best linebacker in the draft, and definitely a need for the Browns. So I was like, yeah. let's go. He's in, He's a good fit there, too. I mean, he's an athletic guy that can – Chase down, hit, you know, cover. That's mm-hmm. a good fit, fit in that good defense. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, some uh, secondary people taken. Number eight uh, was first one, J.C. Horn from uh, for Carolina. Uh, what did you think about this one? Were you surprised it was Horn and not Sertain? Uh, give me your thoughts on that. Yeah, I was surprised. I thought Sertain was the best corner in the draft. But Horn's, you know, he's pretty damn good. You know, I think he's going to get in there. He's going to make an immediate impact. Yeah. I like the pick. Yeah, and especially uh, Carolina's lost some secondary people throughout the years that were really good when their defense was fantastic, when it was like Josh Norman, uh, Luke Keekley and stuff. Then they got like James Bradbury. He went to uh, Giants. Yep. So, I mean, kind of retooling the defense after all that. But, yeah, I'm excited about the pick. Uh, Patrick Sertain to uh, Broncos. I like that pick, too. It's really surprised me because the Broncos have all those corners now. Mm-hmm. But they said they have like kind of a special role for him. Yeah. I think they're going to switch up their defense. So he'll kind of be like a star player. Oh, okay. So he'll cover tight ends. Uh, kind of be all over the field, really. Corner, safety, uh, linebacker. Okay. Uh, number 22, Caleb Farley to uh, the Titans. Um, kind of had some uh, back problems going into the draft. Apparently, Titans thought highly enough to uh, take him at number two. Were you surprised? A little bit. And he I guess, could be the best corner in the draft. Yeah, he could be. I guess Titans did lose to Dory Jackson, so, you know, you got to replace him. Um, I like the pick. Uh, if you are hearing scratching, that is our uh, special guest, Indy, uh, Rehas Pup. Uh, he's uh, being a turd right now, just going on the couch and stuff, but... Uh, he's just a puff. Yeah, he's only nine weeks old. He's chewing on shit, but <laughs> just ignore that. Full of energy. <laughs> um, number 26, Greg Newsome goes to uh, the Browns. Um, I like that pick, too. Really nice pick. Uh, pair him up with uh, Denzel Ward. Not sure if Greedy Williams is going to be good um, or not. He hasn't got – he's kind of been injury-prone mm-hmm. the past two years. So getting kind of an assurance guy like that, especially with – Everything else kind of short up on that defensive side. Browns look scary on defense. I think so too. Yeah, it's, but yeah, good for the Brown. They're making some good draft picks now, and I mean, I don't know. Is there one that they've missed on, like in the first round, the past couple of years, or second round? I don't think so. And we'll still we'll get to see that safety they pick. Yeah, yeah. he was out all last year, wasn't he? Yeah, uh, Grant Delpit. Yeah, he. You know, he could have been. He was talked about as a guy that would be a top 10 pick, too. Yeah. He fell to second round, I think. Yeah. Um, number 29, Eric Stokes to the Green Bay, uh, Georgia cornerback. Really surprised me. I don't know about you. Yeah, another 
Packers. I mean, I talked to Jack. He wasn't thrilled about it on draft night. He said he uh, looked up some highlight tape, was, like, impressed, but he's like, still wish they would have done something to uh, help Rodgers out. I mean, are you feeling the same way? Yeah, pretty much. Seems like the Packers have drafted a lot of corners in the last couple years. Um, Maybe spend your money on a good corner and not rely on whoever's fucking telling you to draft these corners because Kevin King, not great. Josh uh, Jackson. Josh Jackson did not pan out well at all. I mean, Alexander's. Yeah, they stud. hit on him. Yeah, but yeah, not not going well. Maybe spend your money on a number two corner. Yeah, I mean, you. I don't know what they they need a linebacker. Yeah. Say. Yeah, they could have picked a bunch of other linebackers that we listed. Um, I mean, now you see why Aaron Rodgers pissed. <laughs> yeah. Andy, what are you doing? The dog's going wild. <laughs> uh, let's go on to uh, Tyson Campbell, the other corner from Georgia. Uh, he goes first pick in the second round by uh, Jacksonville. Uh, you like that pick? I, that's another one that really surprised me. He yeah. must have saw something in him. His stats weren't great, but from what I've heard, he's pretty raw but has a ton of potential to be good. Yeah, so which I mean is fine for Jacksonville because, I mean, they're not contending this year. No, I mean, it's really good spot you can develop. and yeah. Doesn't have to be that number two guy either. They got C.J. Henderson. I think they added another corner. Uh, Griffin from Oh, yeah, Shaquille Griffin. Yep. So, yeah, um, decent pick. I don't know. Maybe someone better that went after him, but – I guess we'll see. Uh, Javon Holland, uh, he was the first safety taken um, in the draft, and he went uh, fourth overall in the second round um, to Miami. You like that pick? I do, yeah. Um, was I, he the best safety? I think the TCU guy was. Yeah. Might but be. Where was Holland out of? I, uh, Oregon. Okay, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's a good player. Yeah. yeah and, I mean, Brian Fuller is probably – Maybe it's not the best, but maybe fits Brian Flores' scheme the best. So yeah, but I think they released is it Parker or oh yeah Will Parker or yeah Parks. Or Sean Par- or Will Parks Will Parks yeah they released him I think right after they drafted okay um, and then also we got Richie Grant safety out of UCF uh, to Atlanta I mean Atlanta needs safeties they need everything yeah <laughs> uh, forty three Trayvon Morig from uh, TCU the safety. Raiders got him. Might be a hit. Could be. I guess, what, Abram's not going to pan out, so they picked him. I guess like, so. Get out of it. Maybe they're just not good at picking uh, first rounds. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a good option they got going on there. Like, we'll trade all our first rounders for second rounders and third rounders. Even some fourth, so we can get some Max Crosby's. Yeah, that's like the only one they did on. <laughs> uh, and then uh, number 47, Asante Samuel Jr., uh, Florida State corner, goes to the Charger. Love the pick. I do, too. I thought he would have went before the Georgia guys. Yeah, I was thinking uh, maybe 28 to Saints in the first round. Yeah, that would have been a good fit, I think. But um, they get a young corner to go behind. I mean, they lost Desmond King last year. Yeah, then they trade him yeah. midseason. Or- um, and then... Uh, Chris Harris is aging. He's an older corner. Uh, Casey Hayward lost a step last year. Maybe a down year. Maybe he'll bounce back and stuff. But still two good corners to learn under. So I like to pick a lot. I do too. Can Derwin James just stay healthy though? So that defense is just scary good. I know. He's 
I don't. He could be like a defensive player of the year candidate every year if he's healthy. I know he's so talented. Yeah, he'd have like six interceptions, about seven sacks, and how many other tackles and forced fumbles? Who knows? But yeah, uh, I wish he would stay healthy. And then last part, Mister E. Revelant. Relevant. There we go. The last pick of the draft was Grant Stewart, linebacker out of Houston, is now a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. It's a whole place to go or start your career. <laughs> and you're like, oh, he probably won't even make the team. Probably not. Hey, it's not, not his fault that uh, Tampa Bay re-signed everyone, so there's no more roster spots for yeah. him. Uh, but, yeah, you have anything else you want to add to the draft recap? Any other uh, players that – I, I kind of try and cover it um, – Big players, first three rounds at least. I didn't really get into, like, this guy was a big name in college. He went in the fourth or fifth round. I did talk about Hubbard, but yeah, um, I don't know. Anyone else you can think of? No one that really stands out, I guess. Yeah. There's kind of a – no one really fell too far. Yeah, I feel you. What a great draft, though. It was a good one. Um Exactly what we needed, like kind of a lapse in sports. NBA is not to the postseason where, I mean, honestly, I just watch the Lakers during the regular season. Then I watch every team during the postseason, but not that interested. NFL is done. I mean, what else do we – I'm not watching fucking baseball. I'm not either. I try to, but it's just hard to get a new. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'll watch it sometimes during the playoffs, but I'll watch the World Series. Yeah, playoffs are – Time to watch it. Mm-hmm. Other than that, you know, the games are just too long. Too many games. Too many games, yeah. I can't believe they haven't reduced that down. Well, probably it fucks with records and shit. Like, yeah, I we're like, we're only playing 60 games this season. Like, I'm never going to hit that home run record. Yeah. I mean, they're already messing with, like, on double headers, they only play seven innings. And a lot of oh, people really? are pissed off about that, I think. Because it's a mess of history. Well, one guy, he threw a no hitter. But he only played a seven-inning game, so they didn't count it. Oh, I'd be pissed. But they counted it a complete game. So how do you pitch a complete game, but you can't get the no-hitter? Yeah, that's fucked up. That guy's like, I would have done the next two innings. Yeah. <laughs> can't prove it. No. Huh. And then what else? Is there hockey? Nine. Yeah. I wouldn't mind getting into it, but... I don't know anything about it, so... It's you know, I heard, uh, weirdly, that hockey, best sport to watch live... Worst one to watch on TV, where like football, people much rather go watch it on TV than go to the stadiums. Where it's I cold, would. or you're getting shit thrown at you and stuff. And you just can't. And like you can't see ten, shit. Well, it could have a ten yard run, and it looks like a one yard run. I think <laughs> when you're like up and you know. Never been to an NFL game. Been to one. We should go either when the Colts and the Patriots play, or when Tampa Bay and the Colts play, because I'm pretty sure that's this year. I think so. Yeah. I think the schedule came out today. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I didn't. I haven't had a chance to look at it. I know the Colts open up with Seattle. Yeah. That's the only thing I know. First uh, game is uh, Tampa Bay versus Cowboys. I Ooh, that's that a good Thursday first. night game. Dax return. Tampa Bay gets their rings, and then I think the first Sunday night game is Bears versus Rams. I like it. You think the Bears are going to get their ass kicked? Probably. Maybe Matthew Stafford's not going to be all the way um, like custom to the offense. And then Bears' defense isn't awful, so. Yeah, that's true. Pretty good, so they might capitalize on it. Um, 
All right, so we're going to talk winners and losers uh, with Brody once he gets on the phone. All right, on the phone we got Brody Anderson, uh, the genius himself. has got a huge brain. Uh, what's going on, Brody? Uh, not much. Just loving you gassing me up there a little bit. <laughs> uh, it's been a while since I've had you on the show. I think it might have been like Super Bowl week, actually, last time we talked. I think so. The last time, last time I came on the show, I think we were doing some playoff previews. All right. Well, that will change. Uh, uh, once we get done with this episode, we should be doing some tre- team previews. Uh, we'd love to get your insight on, like, and always at the end, once we get done talking about them, we do, uh, like, projected win total for the next year. Uh, and this year we're doing, like, chances of winning the division title. So we'll definitely have you on when we talk about uh, the Rams. But different uh, teams, love to get your take on it if you're willing. Absolutely. All right, well, let's start off uh, this conversation talking about some winners and losers. Well, what did you think about the draft? I don't know, kind of anticlimactic, yeah. I guess. Um, I, there was a little action going on in the first round. I thought there'd be a little bit more action at the top. Mm-hmm. Um, I really, I don't know. I mean, with Kyle Pitts staring him in the face, it's hard to trade down, but I really thought Atlanta was going to trade down. I thought someone was going to make an offer to come up and grab another quarterback at four. I thought the same thing, too. Yeah, I did, too. Did, did you see the Trey Lance thing going? Um, as, as, you know, those last couple days before the draft, everything shifted. Like, I saw the betting odds eventually ended up moving to Lance being the favorite. So, I mean, I wasn't crazy surprised by it at the end. But, yeah. uh, I mean, if we want to jump right in, like, that's one of the picks I don't like. Oh, you don't like the Trey Lance one. All right, tell me about it. I just, for what they gave up, Yeah. I mean, to get there, he's not it to me. And for a couple reasons, number one, I just, I, I think games played matters, and he has like, he basically has like a season plus. I mean, he has like, 15 or 16 starts or something like that is all. Yes. Really small sample size. True. And, I mean, I mean, they say he has all the physical tools, but, I mean, yeah, he's just, he's throwing the guy go to state that are just that much better than the rest of the SCS competition, too. So it's kind of like, almost like a Mac Jones at Alabama kind of thing. Like, you know, it's hard to miss receivers that are that open. That's true. So, are, are you saying that you would rather have him take Justin Fields? Yeah, absolutely. I think, oh. I think Fields was a tremendous pick. Thank goodness. Talking to someone reasonable that like actually thinks that Fields is a good player and who gives a shit what people think about his like, leadership, it's fucking talent. I'm glad to hear you say that, Brody. Yeah, I mean, it, I, I just... The things that matter to me, I mean, like, I'm not a... An NFL draft scout by any. If I was, I I wouldn't uh, be doing what I'm doing right now. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Um, and I, I just mean that by my actual job. Uh, I just I think games played matters should matter more. Like, not that Lance wasn't a, a winner, but that winning matters. I mean, I think stats matter in the sense that, like, Justin Fields' stats matter because he was doing it against the Big Ten. Yeah. You know, it's not like, you know, it's not like he was some guy who was throwing around 5,000 yards in the Mountain West. Yeah. So, 
I just I think that stuff matters, and I mean, I, if it was me, Fields is number two. <clears throat> oh, okay, yeah. It's just weird how Zach Wilson just jumped up to number two, and there wasn't really an apparent reason besides like the character of Justin Fields. Yeah, which which depending on who you talk to, was kind of BS. So yeah, I mean, some were some were saying you know that he was just you know a kind of a bare effort kind of guy, and then there's others that just said that that wasn't the case at all. So. All right, so are you going to uh, support Twink's uh, Bears this upcoming season because they took Justin Fields? So I have a note here on the Bears. I mean, just kind of jumping around a little bit as far as one of my one of my team winners. I think okay. the Bears had a good draft. I think getting Fields at eleven is an absolute steal. Yep. I mean, they only had to move, only having to move up that far. The problem with that is that is just the fact that he went to the Bears. Um, <laughs> um, I think, because, I mean, whether they whether they sit him a year behind Dalton, and what's that going to do for him? I mean, it's not like he's learning from a real great there. True. Um, <laughs> or, or whether they start him, they got Matt A, his play caller for a year, for sure. So... Dude's garbage. Either way, yeah. Either way, it's almost like he's getting a year of his career wasted in Chicago. Okay. Wait, so you're saying Chicago's a winner still because they made that move and got it like such a talent? They made that move, but unfortunately for them, they just won't get to see they won't get to see any results right away because of the Matt Nagy, Andy Dalton situation. Yeah, I also had uh, Bears as a winner, and I thought the trade up in the second round for Tevin Jenkins was genius too. Like I thought Bears nailed it. Yeah, I think the Bears had a great draft. Honestly, it's just a matter of the fact that Matt Nagy's still their head coach. Okay. Yeah, I I could see it. And dude doesn't give David Montgomery enough touches. Finally, yeah. kind of hit it at the end of the season last year. Hopefully, it carries over. But uh, all right, so we got San Francisco as one of the losers. Chicago's as one of the winners. Uh, any other ones you want to touch up on? I mean. I mean, I can just go down my list here of, of teams that I that I liked. Yes. Uh, I, I like the Bears. Um, I like the Patriots, just based oh. on the fact that it seems like the Patriots got their guy with Mac Jones. I think he'll be a, a, a good fit there. They they went and got some stuff already to put around him. And they didn't have to trade anything to move up. Exactly. Well, that, that was you took doors right out of my mouth. <laughs> Is that he fell to him at fifteen? They didn't. There was talk about the Patriots possibly being one of the team moved up to four. So the fact that they didn't have to move at all and still got what seemed to be their guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, all the power to him, I guess. And did they get the best uh, D tackle in the draft in the second round? Um, who was that? Uh, Christian Barmore from Alabama. Yeah. I'm just scrolling down here to find him again. Um, yeah, I, I mean, Barmore's one. I think, I think Ronnie Perkins coming from Oklahoma, the third round pick. Well, that was a good pick. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know much more about the rest of them. I, 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 on the day, whatever the day of the draft, that Saturday, I was just drunk all day. But, uh, <laughs> Fair. I, I just remember being at a bar and dropped and I was like, oh. All right, well. Yeah, the Patriots, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, after the third round, 
shoot. Um, you I know, agree. whether somebody ends up filling minutes or filling some snaps after that. Um, Special teamers. Those guys. All right, what's another one of uh, your winners? Uh, I thought Dallas had a great draft. Okay. Uh, I think they, for for once in their lives, I mean, I'm just looking down here, they didn't draft an offensive player until the fifth round, or fourth round, excuse me, took an offensive lineman. Okay. I mean, they addressed the defense. I mean, Dallas is, I mean, I think they have some upcoming issues on the offensive line already, but they went and, uh, I mean, they just defense, which is where, I mean, when Dak Prescott was healthy early on in the year and just lighting everybody up, they were just getting outscored. Yeah. So, I think with Prescott coming back and the receivers that they already have, and Zeke, and, um, I mean, still have a pretty talented offensive line, I think them addressing defense early and often was a great move. Mike Parsons, probably, probably the best true linebacker in the draft. For sure. So... I mean, they got my guy Chauncey Golden there in the third round. Okay. Um, so, I mean, I, I thought Dallas had a, had a great draft. All right, let's mix it up. Throw me a loser. Um, the one glaring, staring at me right in the face is the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, thank I, you. I took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I've been telling people, I've said it a hundred times, I'll say it a hundred more, bad franchises do bad things. <laughs> They had a generational left tackle staring them right in the face. They have a number one overall pick quarterback who's coming off of an ACL injury who has a whole series of gifts already of just getting murdered. <laughs> and they took another wider team. I asked uh, Reha this um, before when we were talking about some of the draft picks. Uh, do you think it's because they wanted to make Joe Burrow happy? Do you think it's because uh, Zach Taylor runs a three wide receiver set so that they have Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Tyler Boyd? Or do you think they just weren't high on Sewell? I, I don't I think I think there's probably a degree of, of trying to make Burrow happy, you know, telling him, you know, look, you know, you're our guy and look what else we did for you. We just went and got you your guy. Yeah. And I, you know, they have and this is not a knock on Jamar Chase whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I mean, the most physically the most physically gifted wide receiver in the draft. Mm-hmm. And it's a shame that we didn't get to see him play last year, but, I mean, for his sake, I wouldn't have come back either because LSU was kind of a shit show last year. With or without him, they probably would have been the same. So, yeah, I just... It's just a matter of... I think that they're probably so high on Chase that... They thought, I, I don't know what they're, I, I don't know what they're thinking. I, I mean, they took that tackle in the second round, but man, I mean, they're, they're talking about him not even being a tackle. He's possibly a guard in the NFL. So, like, I don't know. When you can, when you can pair a, a quarterback with an anchor left tackle, I don't, it seems like a home run, to, and they just, they just didn't do it. Uh, if Kyle Pitts fell to Cincinnati at number five, do you think they take Kyle Pitts, or do you think they're still going Jamar Chase? Um, probably still Chase. Mm-hmm. So it is the LSU thing, probably. Trying to make yeah. familiarity. I think so, and I think it's a lot of, I mean, I know Zach Taylor comes right off the Sean McVay tree, 
And Sean McVay, especially when Zach Taylor was there, with his first couple years with the Rams, ran exclusively 11 personnel. So, I mean, they don't, they really don't even have a need for a second tight end. And that, I think that CJ Uzoma is a, he's a solid player, and they probably thought that they could get by with him. I mean, it's hard to say if, you know, like you said, if you have Kyle Pitts staring in the face there because he's basically just a giant wide receiver. Yeah. But, I, I just think it was something that they felt like they had to, to fill out that 11 personnel with that third with that third stud wide receiver. But with the year that Higgins had, and I think Tyler Boyd, extremely underrated, I think that they probably could have plugged in another a different wide receiver into that slot and probably been better off taking Sewell. But who knows? Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. There's so many good receivers nowadays, too, like – I mean, there's still good free agent receivers mm-hmm. you could pick up. I mean, I think right. I'd just address the line before I did anything else. Cause for sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, do you have any more uh, winners and losers for us? Um, I got. A, I got a, uh, my other my other winner that I would marked down was the LA Chargers. I love it. Just, just because they did they did address what I just talked about. What Cincinnati did not address by taking Rashawn Slater. Protect the future. <laughs> They have they they realized last year that they have a franchise quarterback. Herbert's awesome, and they went and said, you know, this is our guy. We, you know, look what he did with the talent that he already has. Let's let's keep this guy upright. Uh, you know, they took someone to anchor their offensive line. So I thought the Chargers had a good draft um, by addressing with Slater in the first round. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I didn't get too deep, but those are the, those are the ones I wrote down. Uh, Asante Samuel also went to the Chargers, which I thought he dropped uh, drastically. Yeah. Is is he a safety or a corner? A uh, corner. But, I mean, with two aging cornerbacks that the Chargers have, I thought it was a great pick. Yeah. Something to fill in. He can, he can find, you know, if he has to, he can, he can play slot. He can play, um, play some safety if they needed to just to get him on the field. But Yeah, if Derwin the, James goes down again. Jesus. Then he can move outside. So okay. And do you have one more loser for us? Um, I got a couple more. Okay. Uh, the the New York Jets. Oh. Because I don't kind of this um, already on the same thing. I would have taken Fields number two. Okay. And I mean they got Vera Tucker at fourteen, which is a solid pick. I think. Probably, I know um, he got absolutely fucking worked over by Vanessa in the Holiday Bowl a couple years ago. <laughs> uh, I think you know he, he's not going to play tackle in the NFL. So I mean, you know, a, a solid second or second first round pick. But I mean, kind of the same thing. I just maybe I'll, maybe I'll be wrong. I've been wrong a lot before. I just I just don't see it with Zach Wilson. Now, do you do you think it's because of the lack of talent, or do you also think that it has something to do with personality? Where he's going from BYU to New York City, and you kind of saw there's like a picture going around of him in the draft, surrounded by all the athletes, and he looks like he's about to shit himself. Like, yeah. do you think he's just going to be so uncomfortable there? Uh, I mean, they have improved the offensive lines. Um, I mean, they've done more for him than they ever did for Sam Darnold. Yeah. Uh, and that's- that's the thing is that he 
at the Jets. I mean, they drafted Elijah Moore, which I, I do actually really like that pick. Yeah. Uh, there in the early second round. Um, but I mean, you're still you're still at the Jets. He doesn't have a lot of talent on offense, so it's still kind of just like, okay, here's the ball, go figure it out. Kind of what they did to Sam Darnold, which you know, this is I mean, this is a story is long gone, but yeah, I was if I if I had been in the Jets position, I would have taken, I would have probably traded out of number two. Honestly, I would have I would have re-signed Sam Darnold for another year. Okay. And I and would have traded out of, out of number two because someone would have someone would have given them a package exactly like what um, uh, San Francisco read the Dolphins. Oh yeah yeah yeah. So whatever the Niners, I mean whatever the Niners gave to move up to number three, someone would have done the same thing to get up to number two, but they just. They just came out that they were so set on Zach Wilson, and obviously, especially after they got rid of Sam Darnold. I just, for me, I think Sam Darnold just didn't get really didn't get a fair shake in New York, and I would have I would have rolled the dice on Darnold for another year because the coaching staff is is secure there, so it's it's not like they would have had one bad year and been like, all right, this is the wrong move all around. Let's clean house again. Yeah. So they could have addressed the you know addressed the need. To, next year or whatever it was so I just I would have moved out of number two and accumulated picks because they wouldn't have had to go down far I mean they would have had to go down to probably like you know eight or something like that because that's where the Panthers were mm, yeah 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 so yeah I interesting pick to me I do maybe I'll be wrong because I mean I can tell you a story that I was a hundred percent dead wrong on Patrick Mahomes but I don't think Zach Wilson was <laughs> That's true. I also thought uh, Patrick Mahomes was crazy, and then yeah. I think he's proved everyone wrong. But um, well, that's what teams are doing now. They're looking for the next Mahomes, and that's going to burn you in the ass. It is. They have to. They have to gamble on a quarterback because it, it means so much. And he's kind of reset what being a quarterback means. So yeah, that's why. Um, another loser that I have is the Denver Broncos. Okay. Let's... Um, I don't under I I mean Sertan's obviously a tremendous corner, but so that's Denver saying, okay, we're going with Glock again. When they had Justin, when they wouldn't have, I thought Denver was a potential trade up to number four. Yeah, grab a quarterback, uh, and they I just having Justin Fields on the board at the pick spot. And a, a, a need for quarterback, and they drafted another corner. I just, I don't like it. So you are not a Drew Lock believer. No, absolutely not. Okay, I'm the same way. And Jack and Reha uh, do believe in him. They're like, I like his mindset, like his attitude. And I was like, dude, he, there's only so much time you can give him, but. Um, yeah, I don't even remember the other picks that they had. Oh, uh, does uh, being a loser, the Denver Broncos being a loser, does it also have anything to do with uh, them not trading for Aaron Rodgers, or is that totally out of the uh, equation of losers? Uh, that's out of the equation because okay. they didn't have, by, by the time this all came out, they, they didn't have the capital to, I don't think, to move. I think that what it's gonna, it, what it'll take for Rodgers is 
A, I, A, I don't think there's any chance that Rogers, Rogers is going to play for Green Bay next year. I mean, whether he's happy about it or not right now, he's playing for Green Bay next year. You heard it here first. So, I just, I don't, I don't think Green Bay would have moved him to go to number nine. Because, obviously, if Green Bay moves, they it have, it'll have to be or a, you know, a, a top two pick. I mean, yeah. I don't even listen. I mean, if you're not going to be guaranteed to go into the draft and be able to get your guy, because they obviously, if they trade Rodgers, they have to draft quarterback. Well, um, you don't believe in Jordan Love? Jordan Love is one of the worst draft picks of all time. <laughs> <laughs> That that's so true, and they compare it to Aaron Rodgers being selected, like when they had Favre. And like, no, Aaron Rodgers fell to Green Bay. They traded up for Jordan Love. That's insane. Yeah, they traded up for Love, and the fact that it's not like that they were addressing uh, a replacement quarterback for like like the Bucks taking Kyle Trask in the second round. Like, yeah, because Tampa's starting quarterback is. 44 years old or whatever, however old he is right now. Yeah. Whereas Aaron Rodgers was 36 when they took him. Yeah. Still, I mean, still playing MVP football. There's a chance because I, I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going anywhere. I really don't. I th- and I mean I mean that for the next, probably the next three years. I don't think he's going anywhere. I think he's retiring as a Packer unless he does, unless he just plays out a contract and, uh, you know, goes for like one year somewhere else try to plug and play like Brady, but I there's a good, there's a chance that Jordan Love plays his entire rookie contract on the bench. And then it's like an even bigger waste of a pick. How do you even do that? Like how that do you decide wild. how much you have to pay him if he doesn't play? Yeah. I don't know how much how much do you pay a guy that's never taken a real NFL snap, but he's gonna be your future if Aaron Rodgers retires. That's weird. They don't resign him. Was what happens? They they move on. Yeah, that's that's nuts. They just have to eat the bad pick at that point. Okay. Um, I didn't make any losers. I thought it was hard. I mean, Cincinnati was the one I thought of just because they blew it. Jets, I didn't mind their draft as long as that. I mean, if Zach Wilson pans out, then it's a great draft. If not. They blew it. That's kind of what I was at. It's just like high risk, high reward. Yeah. And then uh, the winners that you had, I had uh, Patriots, Bears, and uh, Chargers. I also liked uh, um, Cleveland's draft, uh, getting Newsome late in the first, kind of shores up the secondary. And then they got Jock in the second round from Notre Dame, which is a much-needed line. That defense is scary, Brody. Yeah, I think that kid – isn't that kid from Notre Dame, no, like – isn't he, isn't he like 250 pounds or something like that? I mean, yeah, and he's got heart problems. Yeah, so I mean, I just worry more about his size that he'll get, you know, he'll come off the edge and uh, uh, off, and then fall off and slam and just toss him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but Cleveland did take a they took a wide receiver from Auburn in the third round, who I I really like. Um, Anthony Schwartz, okay. dude, is a fucking burner. I mean, is that who they're saying is going to be like the next uh, Tyreek? 
Yeah, possibly. I haven't heard many comparisons on him just because I don't know what he's like as an actual receiver. Yeah. But when the ball is in his hands already, wash the fuck out because the dude has like world class sprint. Okay. Huh, I'm really excited about Cleveland. You know what's not getting talked about a lot in this offseason? What's happening to OBJ? Like, are they going to trade him? Are they going to release him, get some more cap money? Like, because Baker's better without him, I believe. Uh, what do you think, uh, Riha? Yeah, I mean, the Browns played really well without him, oh. which is kind of surprising, but, I mean. Made the playoffs and won a game. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know what they could get in return from him, though, if they trade him. Because I doubt teams are going to offer too much for him. Yeah, it's going to be like one of those Randy Moss trades, like you get a fourth-rounder, but you get him out of the building. What do you think, Brody? Yeah, I think that's a great point. There, it's about he, he doesn't have any trade value right now because his trade value is, I mean, you can't be making trades right now. I mean, right after the draft. You, that's true. You trade picks that you can use in the upcoming season because you don't want to trade him for 2022 draft picks. And then somebody gets gets Beckham this year, and you get nothing. Yeah, that's fair. I just I don't think he has any I don't think he has any trade value right now. So he's playing the whole year as a Brown. Uh, yeah, I think so. All right, have you have you uh, set all your winners and losers? Yeah, I mean as far as as those go, and then I, I have a couple more losers, but. There's a more just based on lack of picks, which would obviously be the Texans and the Seahawks. I think they had like eight draft picks between the two of them, so yeah, <laughs> and nothing in the first two or three rounds. So, I mean, if you don't get to pick, you, I mean, they're like a not applicable score here, I guess. <laughs> they don't count. Yeah. Um, I do have one more question before you go. Uh, I'll let you enjoy your night and stuff, and we'll definitely have you back on uh, sooner rather than later. Um, Reha got a puppy. And uh, I know you have a dog. You have any uh, tips for him? He's crazy. He's biting him. I'm bleeding like three spots right now from him. <laughs> um, burn that egg off as as often as possible because they're they're so much easier to deal with when they're tired. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thank you for coming on, Brody. Uh, always love talking to you. Your giant brain. Uh, me and Reha got smarter the more we talked to you. I love it, fellas. All right. Uh, next up, we got uh, team previews. Um, we're doing the AFC South. Obviously, we got to have Reha on to talk about his Colts and stuff. Are you interested in coming on and talking about them? Anytime. All right. Let's get you on that episode. Uh, Till then, um, that's the podcast. Uh, I'm going on vacation next week, so I won't be able to uh, record a podcast till like May 22nd that week stuff so we'll get something planned there but we're the previews baby almost to uh regular season so uh thank you uh this is brody reha and jacob sign off thank you guys for listening all right